0: Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading Morning Star from beginning to end. Today, we take up from where we left off, beginning with number 18, chapter 1, part 4, pages 44 through 46. On the special blessings flowing upon the Church from the vow of chastity of the Blessed Virgin Mary. As we said before, the Blessed Virgin Mary resolved to serve God in the state of virginity because she learned from the Holy Spirit that God was most pleased by it. God also desired that Mary would serve His Majesty in the state of the highest purity and perfection ever achieved by any other human being. That came to pass when God called Mary to the state full of grace and glory which had never been attained by anyone before. Secondly, God wanted to give Mary to the Church as a teacher and a supreme example of the virtue of chastity. That is why, as the fathers and doctors of the Church teach, Mary was the first to make the vow of chastity and the first to practice thus far unknown virtue. Followers of Christ recognized and greatly valued this supreme gift and the most fragrant flower of virginity. Upon learning the gospel's teachings and following the example of the Blessed Virgin Mary, some of them embraced the ideal of the chaste state of life, while the others made a vow to preserve their virginity forever and dedicated themselves to God's service. Since Mary made the vow of chastity— Christ our Lord could be born of the Virgin Mary, while the Church, spreading throughout the whole world, began to adorn herself with glorious flowers of chastity and temperance, and so it is until our days. Although we can still see presently many people inside and outside religious orders who strictly observe the vow of chastity, yet, in the early centuries of the Church, when the example of Christ and his mother was much more alive, this virtue was blossoming far more abundantly. It would be impossible to count all those people throughout the world who kept a lifelong vow of chastity and imitated the heavenly beings, that is, the angels, from their birth until death, leading in their mortal bodies the life of immortal angels. The fathers of the Church left us many accounts of such dedication, so that we should imitate it. St. Athanasius, speaking on the extraordinary power and effectiveness of proclaiming the gospel, writes, What human being ever was a source of inspiration for practicing this virtue of chastity? Probably no one. Everybody thought that keeping purity of body and soul was impossible. Whereas Christ, by his example, as well as through the evangelical teaching, inspired people to protect their purity from their youth, as well as to make a vow of chastity, enduring many difficulties, fighting temptations, and even offering their lives to remain chaste for Jesus' sake. Let us see, then, how many of those who chose this angelic life. St. John Chrysostom writes on this subject, If you travel to the desert in Egypt, you will find it transformed into paradise. You will meet countless hosts of wise men leading the angelic life in their mortal bodies. You can see them all over the country, soldiers of the army of Christ, as it were, the royal flock of sheep of indescribable humility, leading a heavenly life not only in towns but in the desert as well. You will see not only men but also women shining with the same virtue, for they are no less adorned with it than men. They neither jump on a horse nor draw a sword, as pagan teachers advise, but they fight a more difficult battle. Together with men they fight against Satan and the forces of evil. Even the gentleness of their sex did not make them incapable of this fight, for they do not fight physically, but with their will and mind. St. Ambrose, while living in Italy, thus described the life of virgins who dedicated themselves into the service of God in different parts of the world by making a vow of chastity. Learn from the example of the Church of Alexandria, the Eastern and African churches, where more virgins dedicate their lives to God each year than there are people walking the earth here. Venerable Casimir teaches us here that Mary's vow has resulted in some special blessings to be poured out on the Church. Mary is our teacher regarding chastity. She is the highest example of this virtue. She was the first to make the vow of chastity and the first to practice this virtue. It had been unknown up till that point. Others in the Church began to follow her example, living a vow of chastity. This is what we do in religious orders. There are also consecrated virgins living in the world. They live their consecration after having professed their vow before a bishop. St. Athanasius writes of the example of Christ in living a life of chastity. St. John Chrysostom wrote of the Desert Fathers who consecrated their lives to Christ as they lived as hermits and eventually as monks in the monasteries. There were also women who lived that same um, virtue in the same way. They don't live an apostolic life but rather a contemplative one battling Satan in the spiritual life. And St. Ambrose, the Bishop of Milan who converted and baptized St. Augustine, was impressed by the number of virgins in the East and in Northern Africa who had dedicated their lives to Christ. If you would like to receive a Venerable Servant of God, Kasmir Vyshinsky, prayer card, visit shopmercy.org. Now let's pray for his beatification and intercession. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. O God, joy of the saints, make us glad by raising to the honors of the altar your faithful servant, Kazmir, and grant us the zeal, to imitate him on our way to holiness. Amen. O God, merciful Father, in the heart of your servant Casimir, you aroused such a great zeal for accomplishing corporal and spiritual deeds of mercy, deign to grant to us through his intercession the grace for which we implore you. and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. It is recommended that this prayer, recited for a particular intention, be complemented by confession, and Holy Communion. Please send news about any cure or other graces received from God through the intercession of Father Kazimir Vyshynsky, requests for biographies and prayers, as well as any other correspondence to the following address. Vice Postulator of the Marian Causes of Canonization, Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception, Prospect Hill Road, Stockbridge, Massachusetts, 01262. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking And God bless you.